0: greetings everybody it's a great blessing for me to come to you today and bring you the gospel of grace as always it's all about the influence that god has on humans through what he has accomplished in raising jesus from the dead and then placing him as lord over all the world i want to welcome everybody that is watching for the first time it's a absolute blessing to minister to you today as well as our regular viewers thank you so much for slotting in let us just pray together as we start this service. Father, I want to thank you for your love and your grace. I want to thank you that you speak powerfully through me today and bring that I can bring your gospel clearly so that understanding can come to all of us. And as we understand, we experience the dimensions of your love. Thank you that we can experience the power of your rulership, of your peace, of your kingdom in our lives, where we can effortlessly share in what you have dreamt for us. Thank you, Holy Spirit, that you speak powerfully through me today in this webcast. Amen. Today we are continuing in our teaching where I'm teaching through Romans verse by verse. And I'm going to touch on scriptures in Galatians as well as in Corinthians today as I'm speaking about the new creation. And all of that is to explain Romans chapter 7 which is basically a whole chapter that just explains a concept that was started in chapter five and six. So uh, um, what we're going to talk about in the coming Sunday messages, and I've jotted down in five points here is a new creation as the only way out of bondage. The only way out of bondage is for God to physically recreate humans that's the only way out of bondage there is no other way out and uh, i remember times when i was thinking that there were other ways out which we will still discuss but there's no way out of bondage except for god physically recreating a human making of the old human a physical new human that's the first point we're going to talk about and we're going to talk about that today We're also going to see that we cannot modify the old creation. Uh, We're going to see in Romans 7 that the modification of the old creation is, if you want to call it like that, or the first one, or the old man. The moment we try to modify that man, it is called fornication. We're going to look at that. Uh, We're also going to talk about the new creation is not a non-material creation, but it is the physical recreation of the physical body through the resurrection. Now the point we're going to talk on uh, in the, this is all in the weeks to come, is that sin is the fruit of a mortal body that escalates or manifests as effort to mortify the dying body takes place. So uh, what it says is, and sounds a bit complicated, but as we take a mortal body and we try to gain God's quality of life, we just find our mortality showing more and more, leading unto death. And we're also gonna talk about the concept that a new creation and understanding that only through new creation which we cannot do ourselves True peace is attained so let me go through these points again first of all we're going to talk about the new creation as the only way out of bondage we're going to say that we cannot modify the old creation by obedience to the law we're going to say that the new creation is not a spiritual new creation where just our spirits are recreated but it is a physical new creation in other words it is not a non-material new creation it is a literal if you want to call it like that or a physical new creation and we're also going to define sin and what that is in the light of the mortal body and we're gonna see how this brings peace to us now today we're going to talk about a new creation as the way out of bondage a new creation is the only way out of bondage. And we're going to look at Galatians chapter 6, verse 14, and I'm reading. It says, But God forbid that I should glory, save in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom the world is crucified unto me and I unto the world. For in Christ Jesus neither circumcision avails anything, nor uncircumcision but a new creature and as many as walk according to this rule peace upon them and mercy and upon the Israel of God okay so what does Paul come and say here in Galatians chapter 6 what he has in mind is effectiveness reaching the goal that God has set attaining what God has dreamt for us And what he's saying here is that it cannot be attained outside of a new creation. So what Paul says in verse 14 here, he says, but God forbid that I should glory save in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ. Now, when Paul talks about glorying in the cross, what he says in the cross is, and what he understood by saying, I'm glorying in the cross, he's saying that. Over there, both Jew and Gentile was united into the death of Jesus. And there is no more Jew or Gentile. All are sinners and all were under the bondage of death. And in the cross of Jesus Christ, we find the unity or the union between Jew and Gentile. And therefore, we say that there is no more Jew and no more Gentile. I've explained that. In too many sessions in my series in Romans so you can just go and go back to Romans chapter one and two in my in the study and you will see all of it is there right um, and he says there that I'm crucified to the world and the world to me what he's saying is I cannot see the me as a Jew anymore and they are the world and I cannot see the world system and its power and that I'm under its rule anymore I cannot see that anymore all of that has ended he says for in Christ neither circumcision avails anything nor uncircumcision so can you see that he takes the cross and when he looks at the cross he connects the death on the cross with circumcision and not circumcision. He actually says that in the cross, Jew and Gentile is made one. And the concept that he uses there is that the Gentiles are sinners and the Jews are sinners and they were all under the power of death. And there Jesus now came and he took the sins of the world upon him. And there he died. And since he's the Messiah of all people, all people are represented in him, meaning that he is the Messiah of all people. People bringing salvation for all people from what the true problem was, which is death. Now, um, before I continue, you know the. In this last week, uh, I I had to go and just support some people that was going through very difficult times, and they were in court. So I went and I attended this this hearing. And as I was sitting there and I look at the whole system, the the government system and the law system, this world system, and I look how it is flooded with death. It is, it does not have the ability to save any person or deliver any person from sin it doesn't have the ability. The only ability that it has is to punish. Even if you call it the restore it, a restorative justice system, wherein people come and they realize that our justice system shouldn't be a punishment system. It shouldn't be a system where you uh, uh, make punish people, but where you restore people. Even if our learned people has realized that we find that the law system cannot produce that. It is flooded with death in all its dimensions um, to, to give you an example if a person is a child and let's say he's uh, 16 years of age or 14 years of age, you know if he's and, and there's a, a, a age of accountability, let's say that age of accountability is 16. when he is 15 years old, you know you cannot... And and he's a child, you cannot, um, and you're a parent, you need to be good to him and love him and all those kind of things. You cannot do any bad thing to that child because if you do any bad thing to that child, it is negative and wrong and you're a bad parent. But when he becomes 16 years old, the very thing the government says you're not allowed to do, the government can do to that child should he drink and drive and lock him up in a room you know, and let him stay there with other criminals. And that can never save that child from the lack that is in his heart. Neither can that ever produce life in that child. Now, I'm not saying that we should not have a government system. The Bible says that there are, that that it is also there to govern the people. I'm, I'm not talking about the government system. What I'm trying to say is that no government system, no law system can ever, bring eternal life to people it is impossible i was sitting there in that court and i was listening to the judge and you know we were waiting and there were other people before uh, the case that where i went to support the people i listened to to um to the uh uh, lawyers and the uh, and just the testimonies and everything and i realized as i was sitting there that all of this is death it is death it will only end in the grave our government system is it, it is built up out of hundreds and hundreds of years of the most intelligent people putting their minds together to see what laws can we do and how can we govern people to give them the best quality of life and I want to tell you that system falls so short it cannot produce life in one person it cannot make him love anybody it cannot bring kindness from the depth of the heart forth in anyone it cannot have true compassion it is it falls short by light years it cannot save and as I was sitting there I thought I said God I see all this death I see all this death. Even if I watch American politics and I watch their systems, I just see one thing. It's flooded with death. That's all that it is. There's an injustice there. There's an unrighteousness there that cannot be explained in words, yet it's man's best effort to bring forth life. And I was sitting there and I was saying, God, the only thing that can save man is if somebody knows how to conquer death that's the only thing and if people can be recreated and have a mindset and have a life that is eternal that cannot die because once the life is that is in them becomes eternal they'll start to think thoughts that is eternal and they'll start to live with eternal life and true change can take place. So as I was sitting there, I realized the only thing that can avail unto anything else or anything good is a new creation. Man has to be recreated and they have to be created as beings that cannot die that has something natural in them that is above death. And if you have something in you that's above death, you'll think thoughts that cannot lead to death, but only lead to life. And that's basically what Paul is saying here. He says, in Christ, I cannot think of myself anymore as a Jew or Gentile or us and them. I can just know one thing that this whole world system and all of its doings is crucified to me and I to it. It says, for in Christ, for since I'm now in Christ, neither circumcision avails anything nor uncircumcision, but a new Now you'll see in the notes there, uh, in Christ it means under Jesus as Lord. And whenever Paul uses the word Christ, or even in the Gospels, when it refers to the word Christ, it refers to the resurrected Jesus, who bodily has conquered death, who is now the ruler over this physical world from the standpoint of his physical victory wherein he will attain and bring us to life his very life so he says you're in christ under the fact that jesus went into the grave and was raised from the dead and is now the king uh, or the lord or the messiah of all people that has death in them it says in, under this rulership, under this understanding, neither circumcision nor uncircumcision, if I am a Jew or if I am a Gentile, it cannot avail unto anything. The word avail there means, according to thy definition, to be strong, to be strong in body. Look at what Paul is saying there. He says, in Christ, nothing can make my body strong except Christ when I'm in Jesus this whole thing of going back to the law and who's a Jew who's a Gentile walking in under the law none of that can make my body strong the only thing that can make my body strong is Christ and when I talk about making the body strong is not just giving me a little bit of life that I can cycle well or have good health or something I mean strong unto this body living with a life that even should it die, that it can be raised from the dead to live forever as Jesus. Where that kind of a body possesses a life and uh, something supernatural about it, that it will bring forth the fruit of life in this world. The word uh, uh, avail also meant to have power as shown by extraordinary deeds, to exert, wield power, to have strength to overcome. So, what he's saying is, in Christ, when we are in Jesus, what that means is, if I can say that I have died with him, and his resurrection is my resurrection, and since uh, he was raised by the Spirit, the hope that I have is that I will be bodily raised from the dead and that my body, who which possesses mortality, that that mortality leading unto death, that that is conquered by Jesus. And as I rest in that, then I will have strength to overcome. How do we overcome? We overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony what is the blood of the lamb it is jesus that has died and the word of our testimony is that we testify that he was raised from the dead and so shall we be bodily raised from the dead jesus before his death had a mortal body and god took a mortal body and recreated he brought forth a new creation wherein a human cannot die. There has never been a creation where a human was uh, 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 could not die. But when Jesus was raised from the dead, human flesh entered existence. Human flesh that cannot die entered the existence. And that's the new creation. And now the Bible says not th- th- that the only thing that can avail or have strength is not circumcision or uncircumcision but a new creature a new creation the um so in christ under the rulership of jesus we are not law-minded we are not jew gentile minded we are we are mindful of the fact that We are new creatures. That word creature there in the Greek means created thing through the act of creating. That would be something that God creates in Christ. So when we are Christians and believe in Jesus, we know nothing we do. No law we try to obey can avail means have strength to overcome. The only thing that can give us the strength to overcome is, God, is a new creature. That word creature means, created things through the act of creating. The only way we can overcome is by God having giving us the strength to overcome by God creating us afresh through the work of Jesus. And that creation there is not just spiritual. It includes and it has actually got its foundation in a physical recreation. You would say, Bertie, you're just hammering away on the very same things you preached last year. Now, let me tell you just quickly um, as we are on this point. The reason why I do this is because... It is the power of God unto a brand new life. If I can just testify personally out of my own life, if I think of things that I've been through in the last year, which, uh, I mean, I'm not going to even mention here. One day I will talk about these things, but uh, I'm not ashamed to testify about it, but there's a time for that. If I talk about the things that I went through and I think of if I had to stand in positive thinking, and positive confession, and trying to meditate, and all the old typical charismatic Pentecostal things, I wouldn't have made it, the only mindset that I had is, Jesus was raised from the dead, and whatever death I have, he has conquered, and physically, he, I am now starting to experience by his Holy Spirit, the regeneration of everything in me. And I'm already seeing the first signs of eternal life in me, wherein God, by making my body new, brings forth the new thoughts in me and all those kind of things. We need to understand that the recreation, friends, is an understanding this mindset and understanding the concept of eternal life changes the way you think it changes how you think about money it changes how you think about your children about your wife about your family about friends about this world it brings inside you a mindset that god is truly god and that i am and it brings a mindset where everything of you and about you is your heart allows it to be under the jurisdiction of God. You know, when we had the idea that a new creation is simply just God bringing forth uh, something new in the spirit um, and not a physical new creation, we still had the idea, okay, spiritually i must try to connect to God and now I must take what I've learned in the spirit and go and practically apply it in life, which is not the right way. If you can believe that the physical is what God is, has brought forth, uh, 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 the physical is included in the recreation where Jesus was bodily raised. And as I believe upon him, I believe in the physical recreation by the power of God's spirit. You'll find your mind puts everything under God and you are not busy with trying to take spiritual things, doing your own thing. Everything is naturally under him you just find your mind working that way by his doing okay so um, let me conclude point one here paul says that when i'm in christ it's not a jew gentile thing one thing i know is that my works by the law if i'm a jew or gentile cannot avail unto anything the only thing that can avail or to have strength to overcome is a new creature creature i've defined there according to this to the to the Greek as a created three thing, through the act of creating in other words the only way whereby we can overcome is by God's act in recreating us into what he wants by his doing as we simply rely and believe upon him Wherefore, any man that is in Christ listen to this the word creature Any man that is in Christ is a new creature. The old things have passed away. Behold, all things are become new. When you are in Jesus, the old way of doing things have passed away. There's no more Jew Gentile plus the old way of has passed away wherein you are now trying to recreate your life by thinking on positive scriptures. What he's saying here is that if any man be in Christ, if any man be in Christ, in other words, as we stand under the rulership of Christ, he is a new created thing by the creation power of God recreating him, where it is God's job to bring forth this new new way. The old things have passed away and Paul has got you Gentile here in mind and, and their whole system as well. They are become new. But all things are of God who has reconciled us to himself through Christ, Christ is who? The resurrected man, Jesus, and gave unto us this ministry of reconciliation. Okay, now, let's read verse 19 as well. To witness that God was in Christ, reconciling the world unto himself, not reckoning unto them their trespasses, and having committed unto us this word of reconciliation, or this word of God being the creator, or the recreator of this world. Of these people bring forth a new creation in them when when we talk about reconciliation and that we've been reconciled to God this is how it works when Adam said in the beginning I'm going to eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil what he basically said was I'm going to create my own life but when we reconcile to God it means we come back to where God is the one that is the creator of of life so god has to should he want to save me recreate me how will he recreate me he cannot just recreate my mind no he has to recreate me as what he basically uh, brought forth a new creation when he raised jesus from the dead jesus was made of a woman uh, the Bible says born of a woman uh, of the seed of David, but he was born of God the day he was raised from the dead. So when we look at the physical birth of a human being, we can see that uh, a mother is involved and a is involved in Jesus case just a mother a mother is involved there a physical womb was needed and we find that Mary gave birth to Jesus but in the resurrection we find that no human was involved in raising in in, in giving birth to a physical body we find that only the father was involved and the father gave birth to to the resurrected jesus therefore the father created every cell of that human body and there was no involvement of mortal man and that recreation that can never die that can never sin is what god does with us as we believe in jesus when he does that physically things start to take change in our lives the neuron paths in our brains start to change we start to have new ways of thinking we have new ways of feeling our logic changes our compassion changes Uh, the way we deal with people change what we think about the future and our things and stuff and all of that changes why and how by God availing unto life in us by him recreating us so church that is very very important um you'll see in the notes on page two there uh, one of the points there is god brought forth a new creation in the re- in resurrecting jesus from the dead let's read romans 6 verse 4 but we were buried therefore with him through baptism into death That like as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the father, which is eternal life, so we also might walk in newness of life. So what does it say? It says that we were baptized with him into death, that just as Jesus was raised from the dead. How was Jesus raised from the dead? Spiritually or physically? He was physically recreated as a man that possesses immortality bodily that is what took place now who of us can attain unto that by the works of the law nobody and that is what needs to take place in our lives and that basically brings us to the last point that i want to speak about in some weeks to come that gives you absolute peace because you know well only god can do that nobody else so we were buried with him in baptism into death that like as christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the father why was jesus how was jesus raised from the dead through his own works no through the glory of the father which is the spirit or the very life or the eternal eternal life of the father so we also might walk in newness of life you see we were walking in the oldness of death bodily death physical death but now we are walking in the newness of I'm not trying to engage my mortal body through obedience to the law to have life. I am now standing under the life of God where I am tapping life from His life and He's bringing life to me, recreating all of me by His doing. It says, for if we have become united with him in the likeness of his death, we shall also be in the likeness of his resurrection. Knowing this, that the old man was crucified with him, that the body of sin might be done away with. That we also should no longer be in bondage to sin. So, what did Jesus do? What did God do in Jesus? And what did He do with us in Christ? He ends the physical body of sin and brings us a glorified body that has got eternal life. And you might say, but Bertie, we're not seeing this right now. Why are we not seeing this? That's why Paul wrote Romans chapter 5. He says, well, we might not see these things right now, but we're seeing the first signs of these things, and we have hope in that God will manifest us. And if we go into chapter 8, we find that Paul says, we patiently wait, and even our mortal bodies shall be fully quickened by the very life that is now bringing forth love and peace and joy and all those things in us glory to God now I think that is basically all that I want to say for this message and I take that you will um, you will listen to this again and just think of this what I have realized in my own life is as I've studied these things for a long time it is knowledge in your mind but then it becomes there's a time when you think of this as the reality You can say, well, Jesus died, he was raised. But there's also a place where this becomes reality. He really did physically die. He was physically raised. The body of sin was done away with. Now we've got a body of life. And this, as I believe upon him, this life of this body will also now quicken my mortal body. So I'm under the recreation of my body and as my body experiences the life new thoughts come to me because of the recreation my goodness thank you father that becomes reality so that is what i wanted to share with you Uh, ask God say God I want this I want to know this from the point of reality and not from the point of me trying to think good thoughts I want to know it as the truth and the only reality and you'll sort of see how these things work just ask the father and trust him Thank you so much that you've watched and allowed me to serve you today and I will just continue to serve you as the strength of God is inside me and the love of God just prevails in my heart to bring you this gospel of grace. You are precious to him. He loves you and he wants you with him forever. Amen, and amen. See you again next week. God bless. Death
1: has been defined. Regret has been denied, and the mystery has been brought to light. The Son of God has born the sin is life. Oh, oh, what a relief! Forgiven and free, how wonderfully we have been remade, with forever glorified. Oh, what a release! What a beautiful piece A mother will state with ever at your side.